Welcome. Welcome. Creepiness. It's the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research, with a special pocket-sized episode about research that makes people laugh, then think. Here's psychologist Jean Burko Gleason. Is your name Jean Burko Gleason? That is my name. And it's always been your name. Um, no, my name was Jean Burko before I married a guy named Gleason. But it's always been your name for quite a while now. It has been for about 60 years, I'd say. And you are the Jean Burko Gleason. As a matter of fact, I have looked up Jean Burko Gleason's, and I'm the only one in the world. And you are also the only inventor of the WUG test. I am the inventor of the WUG test, and I am the creator of the WUG. In case there are a few people listening who are not familiar with the WUG test, difficult as it is to even imagine that, could you tell us in about two or three sentences what the WUG test is, even though we're not talking about the WUG test today? The WUG test was an experiment in linguistics that showed that even very, very little kids could make plurals and past tenses of words they've never heard before, like the made-up word WUG. They knew one WUG. And they knew it was two of them. There were two wugs. And that proved that little kids have internal linguistic principles. And anyone who wants to get some detail on that can go to their computer and look up WUG test, W-U-G test. That's correct. And they get the little book called the WUG test. Well, that's what we're not talking about today. Now let's talk about what we're talking about today. We're talking about creepiness, specifically about a study that was published in 2016 in a journal called New Ideas in Psychology. What's the name of this study? On the Nature of Creepiness. Ooh. Who wrote that and where are they or were they at that time? It was written by Francis T. McAndrew and Sarah S. Kernke, published in New Ideas in Psychology, December 2016. And the authors are at Knox College. What are their words? Tell us dramatically. What do they say? Here's what they say. Surprisingly, until now, there has never been an empirical study of creepiness. What does empirical mean? Empirical means um, with data, there's basically uh, a scientific study, not just something where you make up things or you look into your own head and say what you think. Why is the word empirical? Does it have anything to do with empire? I think not, but uh, I can't just on uh, the spur of the moment here give you the etymology of empirical, and I feel bad about that. So they say there has never been an empirical study of creepiness which means there has never been a study collecting data to look at it. And further, an international sample of 1341 individuals responded to an online survey. Males were perceived as being more likely to be creepy than females, and females were more likely to associate sexual threat with creepiness. Unusual verbal behavior and characteristics associated with unpredictability were also predictors of creepiness, as were some occupations and hobbies. They have a list here of what they call creepiness ratings of occupations. This is table one in their study. Before we dip into that list, have you ever encountered any creeps? I think Everybody has encountered creeps, and it's interesting that they say that women see a sexual threat, because I think it's true. I think that, you know, when you meet a man 
who is creepy, you worry that he may have some uh, additional, possibly violent or sexually weird things about him. This study is about what professions they say are seen as being creepy. In your experience, what professions seem to have the largest numbers of creepy people? <laughs> well, uh, I would say offhand that things that are associated with creepiness in general, like dead bodies, I mean, things like funeral director certainly strikes me as kind of a creepy occupation. Okay, and that happens to be number four on their list of creepiest ratings of yeah, occupations. Yeah, it, it is number four. And oddly enough, they have clown as number one. And of course, you know, there aren't that many people who are clowns, but they've done this on a scale of one to five, you know, from least creepy to most creepy. And clowns come out at 3.71, followed by taxidermists at 3.69, and then sex shop owner, and then funeral director. And what I like is that the bottom of the pile, the people who are least creepy, the least creepy three are farmers at 1.65, teacher at 1.57, and weirdly enough, meteorologist at 1.53. Why do you say weirdly? Well, you wonder why meteorologists would come out as the least creepy profession you could be in. Did you expect it to be a more creepy profession? No, meteorologists doesn't strike me as different from anybody else that you see on television, for instance. Okay. You know, newscaster, meteorologist, all of that. It doesn't strike me as creepy or not creepy. I, I don't know why it would be the least creepy thing you could be. I would think the least creepy thing you would be would be something sort of very healthy and outdoorsy. Such as? You know, something like a, a lumberjack. How many lumberjacks have you met? I, I haven't met many, but I've heard a lot of songs about lumberjacks. Yeah, but... Do you feel your life is incomplete because you've not yet met any lumberjacks? They sound like nice people to me. They sound healthy. You know, they sound they sound very uncreepy. Let's look in the middle of this long list of creepy ratings of occupations where clown is rated the creepiest and meteorologist the least. Right above the middle, they have clergy. Clergy are rated as fairly creepy. Yeah, well, I think clergy, clergy comes in at 2.57, just above janitor and just above garbage collector, uh, as more creepy. And they list writers as only slightly less creepy than garbage collectors, who are only slightly less creepy than janitors, who are only slightly less creepy than clergy. Yeah. What do you make of that? Yeah, well... Well, uh, it seems to me that people who have more introspective professions, professions associated with things that are unsavory, should be higher on the list, but whatever. Anyway, garbage collector comes in at 2.25. And I don't know, maybe people are conflating the collector with the garbage because, you know, it's an outdoor occupation. I don't know what's creepy about it. I think it would be much creepier if this were a list of hobbies. And if garbage collecting were your hobby, that would be really creepy, wouldn't it? Would that be the creepiest hobby, in your opinion? I think all of these things is hobbies. I mean, I think, look, taxidermist comes in as number two, okay? And that's a profession. And people could somehow end up being a taxidermist for whatever reason. You know, maybe their family had a big taxidermy outfit or something. But if somebody told you that their hobby was taxidermy, 
you know, when they came home, they liked to kill things and stuff them. Then I would think that was really creepy. Taxidermists don't necessarily kill things. Well, no, no. But I think an amateur taxi, well, an amateur taxidermist would have to find his body somewhere. You know, he might end up not providing his own. I don't know. If you're doing it for your own amusement at home, it's a hobby. They list as professions taxidermists as being creepier than funeral director. Now, taking what you were suggesting, if these two things were hobbies, which is creepiest to you? A person whose hobby is taxidermy or a person whose hobby is being a funeral director? Well, how could you have a, how could you be a funeral director as a hobby? I mean, I could see it as a, as a community service, but that's not a hobby. If by hobby you mean unpaid, that's not what I mean. I mean, by hobby, I mean something that you have a particular interest in and that you do outside of your profession. So I don't know how you could be a hobbyist funeral director, but you could be a hobbyist taxidermist. You could, I mean, collecting garbage as a hobby would not be the usual kind of collecting garbage, would it? I mean, it wouldn't be going door to door. It would be that you had garbage, you know, that you had collected the way people collect stamps, except your collection would be garbage. That would be really creepy. That would be so creepy. Would that be the creepiest? I don't know. It's hard to list what would be the creepiest. I mean, these are all incredibly creepy ideas, aren't they? Some of these things, if you did them as a hobby, would be really, really weird. If you signed up on one of these dating sites and you met somebody and he said, oh, he worked in an office, but in his spare time, he liked taxidermy or in his spare time, he liked to go out and collect garbage. I mean, then you would say, this is a really creepy person, wouldn't you? Are you asking me? I'm saying it's true. I'm saying it's definitely true. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) You've been listening, if you've been listening, to a special pocket-sized episode of the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research. What we explored today was featured in the magazine in issue 26-1, the special psychology issue. You can buy the special psychology issue of the magazine or any of the more than 150 other back issues and find all kinds of surprising research studies that your friends would love to know about. You can even subscribe and get six new issues a year. Go to our website, improbable.com. Go, 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 I say, go. It's possible that Seth Glicksman is the improbable production assistant. Next time on this podcast, we'll look at something or other. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.